everybody, and welcome back to another series of the Twilight Saga podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And Stephanie and I just made a major, big, huge announcement. Did? What did I just announce, Stephanie? (laughs) That this is going to be an ongoing um, podcast. We will continue to record um, our thoughts on the book as you read them, on the books as you read them, but that um, we will also be taking listener call um, voicemails and, and emails and sharing what our listeners have to say about the books. Exactly. As well, and opening up, opening up a form of discussion over the Twilight Saga. Exactly. Well, here we are. This is the first in what will be a series of recordings covering the book New Moon. Correct. Will this series also end in the movie review? Yes, it will. Even though it'll be like a brand new movie and Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So we So will... like we'll talk about the movie and compare it to the book and yeah. just just like we did with Twilight. That's correct. Because a lot of times in our movie reviews, you know, no, this... on a brand new movie we won't give away Maybe what we'll do is give a non-spoiler review for the Twilight Saga podcast, but for the ed- final edition of the series where we cover New Moon, the, Okay, we'll give the detailed... Does that make sense? Absolutely, it does. Makes sense to me. And that's how we will, of course, market this. If I just understood what you said I correctly. Think you did. So I think you did. I did. Because yeah. that, that, that's going to be a great way for us to market this series to Absolutely. our non-plus members so that uh, they can get Absolutely. involved. All right. So anyway, to stay in line with us here, you need to have read the first three chapters of New Moon. We will not be covering anything beyond the first three chapters. But if you have not yet read the first three chapters, you want to stop this and come back later. Yes. So, Stephanie... Lead us, please, in our discussion of the first three chapters of New Moon. Chapter one is titled... Chapter one is titled Party. Okay. Which Bella very adamantly said she did not want. Absolutely, she said that. She was very, very specific about not wanting that party. But um, Party opens up with the dream of Gran. Um, I love when she's driving to school and she says, "Um, I would not think of it as me. Like She's thinking about her dream as she's driving to school but she still refers to that as Gran. I will not think of it as me. Right. Bella um, not only doesn't like her birthday, she has a serious issue with getting older. Did she have that issue before or is that issue now that because... Every, I think it's new. Every, okay, that's what I was going to say because now every year that she gets older is a year older before she can quote unquote lock in her age. Exactly. <laughs> if you will. Right. Nice. <laughs> Sorry. Um, but yeah, she has a serious issue with, with aging. Right. But um, I would not think of it as me. I liked that. I, I did. Oh. I like that. So the dream obviously being that she's getting old and wrinkled and Edward's still this young and handsome but he's still with her vampire guy. Right. But he is still with her in the dream. Yes, he is. All right. And um, she wakes up. She wakes up. Right. It's her birthday, the dreaded day. She you hasn't it's been. It's her birthday. <laughs> yeah, she was not very happy about that. And um, we learned through the through the course of the day that you know she's asked for no attention, pretty much 
you know, just ignore it and and go on about your things. But um, we also learned that she's been with Edward for six months now. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's a between the end of Twilight and the opening of New Moon, there's a, a six month gap. And um, so they've been together for a while now. Um, no presence, no attention. I said that already. She references money that he has a lot and she has none. And and one of the things is how do they get their money? That that's the question. Of course, it's because of Alice's uncanny ability to foresee the well, things in only, the stock market. Not only, I mean, Carlisle Plus, is a doctor. I mean, he well, works. He's a doctor. And, yeah, um, that helps. Y- you'll learn more about them as it's not only because of Alice's uncanny ability to foresee the stock mar- yeah. futures of the stock market exactly that's, gotcha. I mean, that's not the only reason all right all right so um, fair enough fair enough um it's the first time we hear about plan a and plan b okay tell I us i love the college a. is plan b <laughs> all right and what is plan a plan a is that um that he will change her okay Plan A is that he will change her. And, um, you know, she's she made it very clear at the end of Twilight. She's made up her mind. This is what she wants. And yeah. um, so for her, this is plan A. And plan B would be to stay human and go to college, yep. which she doesn't want to do. Um, let's see. Oh, okay. She mentions that he thought he was hazardous to my health. Right. Edward believes that he's hazardous to her health. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um. He makes fun of her stereo in her truck. Yeah. Well, he pokes fun at her Which truck is a all setup, the time, obviously. Which is a setup, which I like. Mm-hmm. I, I, I like that setup. Um, but I love her response. Do you want a nice stereo? Drive your own car. <laughs> you know, leave me in my truck alone. Um, many careful lines. Edwards, he, he's made it very specific that there are lines that he will not cross in physical contact. Right. You know, and. Um, so there's that. Where am I at? Okay. Romeo you have and Juliet. way too many notes. <laughs> I'm almost done. Oh, okay. Okay. Romeo and Juliet. All right. Um, that, that's important to the rest of the book. Is it? Mm-hmm. Okay. It is. And so that was a smart note for me to put down. Thank you very much. Okay. So sorry. It's just that it doesn't just say Romeo and Juliet. It's got like sentences. No, next to it, it says um, contingency plan. It's when okay. he talks about how easy it was for Romeo to to off himself and um, how he doesn't have that luxury. Right. And he thought about his contingency plans last spring. So I've not read behind beyond chapter three, but the fact that they are making a point to bring up Romeo and Juliet, uh, some things that I can think of about Romeo and Juliet is that there are these two families that feud with one another that, that spans generations. Okay. So I imagine there's probably a little bit of a, an analogy there, I guess, that could be made uh, to what could be in the future for the certain Cullen family and mm-hmm. another family. Uh, and then, of course, there are also the forbidden lovers. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that that it's just the, it's just not right for them to be together, but yet they are, are so madly in love with one another and want to be together. And then there is the, the thoughts of taking one's life to, you know, and and stuff like that. Yeah, the whole that that wasn't the whole reason. There was supposed to be the quote unquote potion, and she was gonna, you know, so and so was gonna live through it. But blah blah blah. Right. But okay, not so much that part <laughs> of Romeo and Juliet. Oh, okay. Well, see, I'm, this just, is the only, one I'm just grabbing right. at things because I don't um, know anything. Don't, well, I think and don't one, tell me if I'm right or wrong. I just want to. Okay. I wanna, I'll just let you go with it then. But okay. Romeo and Juliet. Okay. Okay. Um, but she gets very angry at him for considering 
um, taking himself out of this world. She can't imagine a world where Edward doesn't exist. Okay. And so she gets very angry at him. There is one thing that I will say that, that, you know, already I don't like in New Moon. And I made a point to email it to myself so that I would remember to bring it up. Okay. And I'm just looking for it now. I, I just put a little NM and then a little note. And why do I not see it? New Moon. Gosh, I got way too many emails in my inbox. Anyway, it, I'll just say it because I, I remember what it was. It was um, the, I don't care, you can have my soul. Right. You know, it. I'm sorry. I don't care how much you love somebody. It's not worth your soul. <laughs> exactly. You know, th- right. there are some th- that and I shared this in, in my mm-hmm. my views of the Twilight se- uh, series of book, you know, story. Um, one of my main concerns is that their relationship is extremely unhealthy. Mm-hmm. You know, the, the, the it's the world consume it revolves around those two and nothing else in this life or any other life matters. It's just them. Right. And that's a very selfish, very, very unhealthy view of the world. Absolutely. You and I are married together. We, we, we strive to be one together, but we still exist and we still have outside relationships. We still say, what can, what is, what does our life, you know, how can our life benefit the lives of those around us? Right. I don't see that. All I see is a lot of selfishness and not very much selflessness. Right. Except for when it's how that selflessness is going to uh, feed into my selfishness of always wanting to be with you. Right. Does I got that it. make sense? It does. I know that sounds, I know a lot of words it there, does. but but yes, that, so right. I am not happy with the whole, I don't care about my soul. You can have my, uh, whatever. Right. Just let's ignore the fact that that line was even written in there and let's move forward. Okay. There we go. Um, so, okay. Uh, her scar on her hand is always a few degrees colder. You pull, I'm so glad you wrote that down because I meant to write that down and I forgot and I'm so glad you brought that up because uh, I caught that. Okay, good. I'm that, glad that you caught that. That there is a part of her body that has yes. experienced some physical change. Absolutely. All right. It, it has. Um, Italy, the Volturi, have now Finally. been have now been mentioned by name. Yes, yes. Um, in Twilight, they were mentioned individually as individual people, but now they have been mentioned as a family. The Volturi. Yes. Okay. Um, here's it. Here it is. In chapter one, when he's taking her to his house for the party. Yes. She mentions the huge white mansion. Okay. Huge white mansion. That that's all I'm saying. Okay. okay. They totally in the first movie have messed that up and I'm sad about that. The only thing I can say is what if what we saw was the back of the house? Cuz we only saw a wall of windows. Okay. You, I'll give you that. Okay. I'll that, give you that. That's all I'm saying. I disagree, but I'll give you that. Okay. Um, we can we can do that, babe. All right. Okay. Um, Rosalie cracked a smile. That's like big news. That is I'm huge pretty news. sure that was on like CNN or something. Um, what caused her to smile again? When, uh, oh, what did Bella do? Bella did something or said something. Okay. And Jasper, it was when she opened up the empty stereo and, you know, the box was empty and she said something. And Jasper laughed and Rosalie 
Rosalie cracked a smile and Jasper laughed and she heard Emmett laugh from outside. And, uh, yeah. Gotcha. All right. Anyway, I love that Emmett was installing the stereo so she couldn't return it. I mean, they know her. Yeah, they they know her well. Yeah. It's awesome. Okay. So then we move into chapter two, Stitches. Okay. Okay. Um, Esme's ashamed when, when she leaves the room. Um, she describes, okay, we've got the paper cut. We've got the whole thing that just happened. You know, um, you just jumped right over the paper cut there, babe. Well, I was supposed (laughs) to talk about it when I mentioned the paper cut, but I didn't. So everything that unfolds in that, what I would imagine is a split second of time, you know, um, the paper cut, I'm guessing that Edward can read Jasper's mind to know that he's, you know, and, um, knocks Bella down into the cake, into the glass. She's now bleeding so much more than the paper cut, you know, and, um, and clears the room. And when Esme leaves, she's ashamed. Yeah. And I like that description because they've all said, um, they've all said, well, Edward has said, and I'm would take it from the rest of them because they choose this lifestyle that I don't want to be a monster. And I think that Esme would hope that she would have more control than what she was giving. Am I making any sense there? Yeah. That Esme would have more control. She would want more control than what she has. Right. I think that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. But I think that she described her as ashamed was, is a big deal Yeah. because Esme loves Bella. Yep. They do. She does. Okay. So, Um, so obviously Jasper, uh, being the one that was the, the weak most, one, the weak yeah. one, the blonde one who looks like he's in pain. Yeah, that's from the movie. Exactly. <laughs> uh, it seems kind of odd to me that a, a simple little paper cut would do this to Jasper. And I can't imagine that nobody has ever had a single drop of blood at Forks High School. They yeah. avoid those days. Did you not catch that they that Edward skipped when they were doing blood typing? I did not. In? I did not miss that. Okay. But all I'm saying is that was intentional. And that was intentional drawing of blood. But you mean to tell me at Forks High School, they're sitting there. They go to this high school all the time that nobody in that school has ever fell down. Nobody's ever bumped their head. Nobody's ever had a drop of blood exposed in that school ever. I don't know. Maybe not in the last two years. I don't know. I, I don't go to Fort All, all I'm saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in, I'm in yeah. the story. I'm enjoying the story. Yeah. But I'm just saying that I'm not as crazy about the writing of these first three chapters as I was about the writing in, in Twilight, Twilight. so far. Okay. I'm, I'm giving my critique here right. of, of no, what absolutely. I've, what I've read so far. And I'm saying that, you have this family that understand the, the, all of this stuff. They've these people have been going to high school. This isn't the first time they've been in this high school. I mean, or well, maybe the, maybe this high school, but this isn't the first time they've been around humans. I'm sorry, but humans will occasionally have a paper cut, and in school, I'm sure that somebody else has had a paper cut. And that was just a little over the top for me. Okay. And now all of a sudden it created such a deal that this family's up and moving out of town. And 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 then all of a sudden there's this crazy Edward who doesn't talk to her anymore. And I know. How, I'm just I, like, you know, um, obviously I have I have notes on that. But um, 
I don't understand now because you. I mean, you've even commented yourself how descriptive it is in Twilight that she studies his face. Yes, she knows his face. She knows his features. She knows his eyes. Mm-hmm. And for him to just go two or three days and not look at her or talk to, and does he think? This is one of those times when I really want to know what he's thinking. Yes, because does he think that she doesn't notice that? Yeah, you know that that's bizarre. But anyway. It was, it's, even Edward talked in Twilight about the difference between her scent and her actual spilt blood. So, I mean, I get, I, I guess I'm, I'm okay with the paper cut. Right. Yeah. Okay. You know. that, that, that's fine. I, I, I'm, I'm cool with that. I just wanted to say that the, the first three chapters have really kind of thrown me for the, uh, you know, it, it seems to me like they're, they're introducing, you know, a breakup for no reason at all. You know, it, it, it just seems like it's... It, it seems like it's rushed. Okay. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel like the, I think going from. A lot happens in the first three chapters. And so is well, that what A lot mean? happens within 10 minutes at a birthday party that she didn't want. Yeah. And all of a sudden now they're up and leaving her and you're bad for me. Hello? Ridiculous. Well, hold on. Let's go back all because right. I got some other things that well, I Well, that's like. fine. I just. I think Bella says that's everyone. I can clear a room at least. <laughs> Yeah, you know, and Carlisle's assuring her that this is not her fault, although she takes all the blame on herself. And well, you and feels extremely guilty. But I how wonder she how not? she's going to feel after everybody bolts town. Absolutely, um, Carlisle barely notices the scent anymore. Yep, because okay. he's, he's around it all the time. He's around it all the time, desensitized. Um, I thought of you when while I was reading. And she's describing him pulling out the needle and the thread to sew yeah. her arm up. I thought about you, Cliff's. I'm okay with terrible. no. I can. I, I'm okay with reading about it. Okay. It's seeing it that I can't see. Okay. I, and yeah. Right. All right. So anyway, um, but her describing the tugging at her arm as he was sewing it together. I was, yeah. I was thinking of you. I was. Yep. Um, they have this whole. They have this whole discussion of afterlife and faith. Yes, I which I did enjoy. Did you? Okay. Yes, okay. I, that, I did. I did as well. In the first three chapters, this is my favorite part where he explains that you know his father was a member of the clergy and and he talks about the fact that you know we don't really know what what is in the afterlife, but he believes in a god yeah. and and believes that there is an afterlife and and. I he like believes this. in moral values, he right does. and wrong. And he really does. I, I, I enjoyed that conversation. I like Carlisle. And I believe that, and that's the one thing I can say is that I believe that he has some influence in the area of faith when it comes to Edward. Edward hasn't come around to this faith, but but certainly Carlisle is having an influence <laughs> on Edward. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's where I'm sitting here thinking, you know, okay, uh, Edward's talking a whole lot about good and bad now and right and wrong mm-hmm. and and all this stuff is like, okay, is he coming around? No, I think that he's always been there. Okay. I think that... That's I, what you said last night when I talked mm-hmm. to you about that. I think that Edward has always had a good sense of right and wrong. Okay. Um, a lot of that comes from the time period that he actually lived in before mm-hmm. um, he was changed. I think that he... Well, he admitted it himself. He's far too selfish. To He's acting up to this point. Staying with her is an act of selfishness. And he admits that. Right. He knows that it's he knows the difference between right and wrong. And he knows he's crossed the line into wrong. Mm-hmm. But it is his selfish nature that keeps him there. Right. 
Does that make sense? Yep. Okay. All right. So what else so, you got? Um, I've got this. We. Um, I loved hearing part of Edward's story from Carlisle's perspective. Okay. And um, but you also learn a lot about Carlisle in that in that story as well. But um, learning that that Edward had green eyes. Um, oh yeah, hearing a little bit about Elizabeth, his mom, mm-hmm. and um, how Carlyle thought for sure that she, even in her weakened state, knew what he was because she said, "Do everything in your power." Yes, you know, and so he was sure that she knew his secret. But how could she, you know? And so I, I, I liked that. I liked that whole part between um, Carlyle and Bella. I'm going to like any part in this entire saga that continues to give the history and backstory of these characters. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, and and I don't want you to tell me the answer to this question. I'm not going to. But I certainly hope that there's a lot more of that in the future. All right, go. Okay. Um, I love when she gets home and she says that uh, Charlie's never surprised to see, to see me bandaged. When you know, yeah, oh yeah, notices, it's like this is going to be no big deal. No, yeah, no I, big deal. We'll I have to worry about this. She's home yet when she says that, but Charlie's never surprised to see me bandaged because, but and that that's another thing that was disappointing in the movie. I don't think the Bella in the movie um, of Twilight is nearly clumsy enough, right? As I would agree Bella. with that. I was I was kind of shocked. You know, in the movie uh, of Twilight. In the movie, they actually show her, you know, she can't play volleyball, volleyball very well. Right. But really, that's the only clumsy and act. And she slips I've, on ice. Yeah. And, and, and says, it's like, yeah. who doesn't do that? Right. Absolutely. You she know? says something about ice not being, you know, very good for the, for the uncoordinated. Yeah. She's which, so much more than uncoordinated. Yeah. That's exactly it. That, yeah. That's what I'm going to say is, is that I don't think the movie did any justice for that Absolutely. feature of her. I agree. And I don't think she was beaten up enough at the end, you know. Um, when she was in the hospital, yeah, I don't think. Oh she yeah, was, you're yeah, right. She yeah, didn't have enough injuries. she did not have enough injuries there. <laughs> look at me, I'm like beat her up. Come <laughs> you know, on, put some makeup on her. She d- she didn't look nearly enough. Gotcha. Um, injured. Um, so anywhere, where was I? Um, the way that everything changed automatically in the Cullens' house because of how Edward was now reacting afterward. And she says that um, Carlisle and Esme both looked at their impassive son. And so, I mean, he was already immediately changed right. from what had happened. Okay. Um, the car ride home. How did Mike Newton come into this conversation? You know, she's she doesn't get it. He says, you know, if you were at Mike Newton's house and you got a paper cut, what's the worst that could happen? They couldn't find you a bandage, you know? Um, so it was... He he's he's setting it up. He's setting it up. Absolutely. He's, this is, he has changed. Yeah. He 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 has changed. Um uh, Charlie always notices things when she least wants him to. Right. You know, he wanted more information when she got home and how was this and how was that and so anyway, um she goes upstairs, she opens the plane tickets and the CD. Oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden, now Edward's now, all lovey-dovey. Yeah. And it's like, oh, wow. It's like, well, I, I don't think he's lovey I think it's more, I don't know. Yeah? I, it, it's... He maybe I maybe that's the that's the drawback of me listening to these in in, in little segments yes. here and there. I know. I was thinking that the other day, you were said you were doing something and then you um, 
maybe we were listening to the end of Twilight together in the car. I'm like, I don't know how you can jump in and out of the story like I that. I have to. I mean, my life's so busy. I well, have, I understand. I have. I, do. I I give it 20 minutes here, 10 minutes there, yeah. five minutes here, 20 minutes there. So, and I think you'll you'll find that you'll lose things because this is not. I mean, I honestly I believe Edward loves her. Yeah, he does. Mm-hmm. And so this is. This is him. Okay. This is how they would be. Um, I, but that th- it's clear at this point that when he gives her the the CD, that he does not intend to leave her at that moment. Okay. Otherwise, why take the CD? Indian giver. Oh, <laughs> no pun intended. Listen to you. All right. So anyway, did you get that? I got it. Right. I got it. Um, right and wrong. <laughs> Obviously, he's thinking. About I still right can't and wrong. get over the fact that he gave her the CD and then takes it away. Okay, um. here's something that you won't be able to remember me by. <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm not happy with Edward at this moment. I know you're not. I honestly, I, I know you're not, and neither neither was I. So I'm not even to the end yet. I'm, we're still on stitches. Oh, we um, we'll just go bouncing around chapters one right. through three. But this is when she can. She finally, um, you know, this, I love this. Hold on. Okay, I love this. That you have all the notes, and I'm the one who wants to just kind of just go at it. I know, you know? this is kind of fun, isn't it's, it's it? A ro- it's, this it's is a, a role reversal, reversal. yes. It go is. ahead. Well, I have the notes because there are things yeah, that no, I, I absolutely I don't want to forget to I value about. that you have the notes, okay. but allow me to jump around. Just, oh, just I can uh, handle the jumping. Okay, good. I can, I good. can. But um, when she finally compares the kiss with the painful edge... To the last time he kissed her. Oh yeah, yeah. Before, she can um, tell that something's yeah, up. She she knows that something is up, and that's why I wonder what he's thinking and how he doesn't know that she knows that something is up. Right. You know. So okay. So we go into the end. Um, obviously, I started with she knows something is up. He he's acting different. He's doing things that he would have never done. Um, Jasper left, mm-hmm. and she's extremely guilty over that. Yeah. She feels extremely guilty over and that. And Alice isn't coming around and she's upset about that. She doesn't know that yet. Charlie's she doesn't, upset. She doesn't know about that yet. She doesn't. No, not right. Well, yes, she does. She, Chapter three, Alice, she knows. Alice would go. I wouldn't know. Alice if, would go with Jasper. Right. It's okay. I'm thinking later on when. I was going to say. Later on when he. Don't tell is, me about later on. No, later uh, on in chapter three. When we're he's talking in the about woods chapters for, one through three. I know. <laughs> All right. Never mind. Go ahead. Later on in this chapter, when he is telling her goodbye, and she says, "We," he says, we won't bother you anymore. And I caught the plural. She caught the plural right away. Right. Alice isn't coming back. So that is, that's what I was talking about. She didn't know at that point that Alice was never coming back. Right. She's just feeling guilty that she ran Jasper off. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, Fair enough. Stephanie. Yeah, so she asked him to come over, or he asked. Hmm? What? Who asked you? Anyway, she, um, she says, "Are you going to come over?" Well, it, later. okay. So and basically, said, she says, "Listen." She says, "Listen, I'm going to get this out. We're going to have to talk." You know. Well, this is a whole day later. Yeah, that's yeah. that's a whole day later. Oh, so you're not there yet? No, I My think. That, well, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Is that. Um, that very next day, yes, I think that he would have left right then, but she had to work. Oh, before before he gave her the CD. 
No, after. Okay. He still gave her the CD that night, the same night of her birthday. Oh, that's and right. And then the next day, she wakes up, they go to school, he's acting different, Jasper left, Oh, uh, okay. After I'm sitting school, there thinking he got, you're right, absolutely, okay. Yeah, after school, she says, are you going to come over later? And he's asked puzzled later, mm-hmm. and um, she had to work. I think that he intended to do it right then. Right. Okay. And so, anyway, but... She had to work, and so he had to wait two days. <laughs> um, she says, what's the worst I can live through? What's the worst I can live through? Which is very different from what's the worst that can happen. Okay. She asks herself that. And that um, I, I wrote on here to reference Twilight, because there is somewhere in this story, and I don't know if it's just in the story of Twilight or in the story of the saga altogether, where she says, it will cause me physical pain to be separated from him now. Okay. And that is an, I think that that is an important thing to know going into chapter three, okay. that she truly believes that it will be physical pain to be separated from him. What is the worst I can live through? Right. You know? And so anyway... Um, but I couldn't find it, so I can't tell you exactly where it was because I flipped and flipped, but I can't, I don't know, my mind's not recalling it. Anyway, she she was so sure that she was leaving with him. Oh, I know. I thought so, too. Did you? I, I, yeah, because she, okay. she was thinking, okay, maybe he's upset and stuff like that because he doesn't know how to tell me that we're right. leaving, that we have to leave. She, I mean, and she then was when he, and when And then all of a sudden she, he says, we're leaving, you know, and yeah. so it's like, oh, okay. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, she was okay with that. Yeah. Because she could live through that. Um, she automatically starts documenting her time there and taking pictures of, you know, everything. And um, I I tell you, you know, the, when I really started to feel the emotion of what was coming towards the end of chapter three was when she described the way she was carefully avoiding his eyes. Because when she looked into his eyes, she saw something that she didn't want to see. Right. And so when she started avoiding his eyes, I was like, okay. And she loves his eyes. That's all she ever talks about. Um, she notices he's never actually looking at me. Se- never seemingly actually looking at me. Right. Okay. Um, let's see, staying away. I don't know what that means. Okay. So now we're in the woods. Okay. Or we're in the, the the forest and This is this is the talk? This is the talk. Okay, I just and want to make sure where yeah, we're at. No, we're okay, so we're this is where she says you know, she says at school, um, I'm not you know, I, I need to we, herself. Yeah. She says I, I need to talk to him. I'm going to get we're going to have the face to face. We're gonna and have if that doesn't talk. happen, I'm going to talk to Carlisle. Right. But so help me, I'm going to have this conversation with him face to face. So now he's like, Okay, we need to talk face to face. They, they get getting, yeah. they get to her house and he's he puts her school bag back in the uh seat and says, Look will She's you like, walk with me? Good. Yeah. <laughs> That's not good. Um the the moment when she kind of takes in his words and repeats them out loud and said, well, I mean, she totally distorted them, but she says, you don't want me. Yeah, that that's like that's a heavy emotion when you. I've been 17, right? I've been 17 and so head over heels in love with this guy that I just couldn't breathe. When I wasn't around him. I mean, I really, I understand. Really, who's this guy? I don't know. I haven't seen him since. 
(laughs) (laughs) Clearly, I'm kidding. I've been married to him for 13 years. And so, I mean, I get that. And so for her to, to begin to think, you don't want me. I mean, that, what that would feel like. Right. You know, I, I feel like I felt that with her. Mm-hmm. And I, I get that. I mean, I understand. I, I obviously I have similar emotions towards a certain somebody else. And I could not imagine you saying to those words to me. It would right. it would be that would be physically painful. It would be physically painful. Yep. Absolutely. And I love the way Stephanie described this because you really do start to get the sense that for Bella, this is physically painful. Mm-hmm. It. I mean, she can't she can't move. She can't breathe. She begins to lose her voice. I mean, she is beginning to lose all function. Yeah. And so anyway, um, she says, don't do this. But I could see that he already had. He had already come to this conclusion. And probably two days ago because he spent two days with her without looking at her. Yeah. You know, he had already done this. And um, and then that hurt. That hurt again. That was all a fresh hurt from yeah. you don't want me. To know that he had already made this decision. Right. You know, and so anyway. Um, and then he asks for a favor. I mean, what kind of guy rips your heart out and stomps on it and then wants a favor from you? you I know? have no idea. Don't do anything stupid and um, or reckless. Stupid or reckless. Um, here's what. Here's another point where I want to know what he was thinking. Mm-hmm. Is that she says... And then he added, don't do anything stupid or reckless. And she's wondering what he saw on her face. I want to know what he saw on her face to make him add that, you know, Mm -hmm. to make him add that. So anyway, that's all. Um, We won't bother you again. Obviously, the plural. And then she none of them are coming back. Right. Um, Charlie mattered. You have to be. You have uh, that, to be okay for Charlie. Yeah, yeah. and and one of, that's the one thing that I I notice in New Moon is that she she's all of a sudden when she was talking about Plan A, Plan B, mm-hmm. and the fact that she might leave. What about Charlie? You know, what about Renee? You Absolutely. know, she has a real genuine concern for her parents. She does, and uh, whether or not what their lives would be like without her there and stuff like this. So she so that she does have. If if there's anything that I can say. Uh, in defense of this story is that she at least is somewhat has some kind of roots and some kind of, and is grounded to something outside of Edward in her life, at least in that respect. Right. Absolutely. So, but I love when she's laying there and, you know, she hears someone calling for her and, um, but she can't find the voice within her to, to, you know, call back. And, um, Sam finds her. Uh, did you catch the sniffling? Like she heard something muffling in the leaves and sniffling, you know? No, I didn't catch that part. Okay. Anyway, um, that'll matter later. So just make a mental yep. note of that. <laughs> um, and then Sam says, Charlie sent me to find you or something like that. And she, Charlie, Charlie mattered, you know? Yeah. Um, that I think that's a, that's that a, is the that's one a thing name that I recommend or recognize. Right. And that was and not only did she recognize it, it meant something to her. Yep. It was the only thing that could get her up off the ground yeah. at, at that point. Um, you know, she's coming home. She's describing the despair that she feels, yeah. you know, and the utter emptiness, I think. Right. And um, Charlie found her because of her note. Yes, which she did not write. Which she clearly did not write. Um, and then she goes upstairs and he took her things. 
Yep. You know, um, the boys at La Push celebrating with fire. Yeah. Big old fire. Big old bond, fire down at party. La Push. That's right. Um, the last words that she says. I know. Um, the waves of pain that had only lapped at me before now reared high up and washed over my head, pulling me under. I did not resurface. Right. And here's something that you're going to lose by having by listening to the audiobook, so I'm going to share it with you right now. Okay. okay? So it ends. I, I no 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 no. I did not lose this. If you're talking about so November. No. Does it say that October, because I listened and it wasn't November, in there. Yeah, so we've December. got October, November, December no, and January. No, I did not miss that. And okay. it, and I thought, wow. So that's in there. Yeah, and, it is. Oh, okay, so that must be at the end of Okay. Yeah. I was trying to see if it's it was at in the there end of, if you would. It's at the end of chapter right. three. It is awesome. I'm like, Until we get to I love the, I, I love the fact that it was just October, November. It's like these, yeah. it, so you th- can feel that there's nothing to tell you about these months. They just existed. Well, because they she were did a, not resurface. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. They, they were a passage of time only. Absolutely. I liked it. I, I enjoyed Good. that. I think. I, I honestly, I believe you're going to love New Moon. I hope so. Even if you had trouble with the first three chapters. Yeah, I mean, it, it wasn't terrible trouble. I, you know, it just, you know, it just seemed like they rushed. I think Stephanie Myers rushed the the scene a little bit with them leaving. I, it, but then again, no, I don't know I, how you could have drawn drawn it out either. Yeah, so see, I don't know. And I've had, I, I'm really being very careful. Um, don't tell me anything. I'm just saying that. I'm not telling you anything. Oh, okay. I'm saying that by sneaking ahead and having read Midnight Sun off of her website, uh-huh. I have a better understanding yeah. of Edward. And so then it doesn't seem... I think understanding the character is... Right. And and, and I have not been given exactly. that yet. So I'm forming my opinions based upon what I'm reading. Yes. And right now, when I read this, I don't like Edward right now. I know you don't. All right. Okay. Now, this is what I will tell you. And this is without any spoilers because I don't know anything beyond chapter three of New Moon. Right. All right. This is what I believe to be the case because it it would be horrible writing if all of a sudden Edward is really the jerk that he seems to be here. So what <laughs> I this is and, and I don't want your visual cues or anything of any nature whatsoever as to indicate whether or not I am assuming correctly. How am I doing? But I assume that this, what we read in this breakup, this clean break, if you will, his being a cold, and that is no pun intended, a cold individual to her. I think you are making these puns intended. You think so? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but anyway, that he's being so cold to her and so unfeeling and so mean in his leaving, I think it's no different than how she... Was left trying Charlie. to left Charlie. Right, you said that to me last night. Yep, that's my opinion, and I hope that that's the case. And so, with that, I will just leave it at that. Okay. And now I'm ready to start getting into chapter four, which I'm excited about. I, I'm excited about you getting into chapter four. So we'll yeah. we'll return soon with more of the Twilight Saga podcast here at GSPN.TV and uh, more of New Moon the series soon and by the way since since we are officially have a podcast recording schedule that's, that's going right. on outside of this series we want to let you know that you can give us a call on our listener voicemail feedback hotline at area code 859-795-4067 and of course tell all your friends about twilightsagapodcast.com 
twilightsagapodcast.com. Tell them to tune in, subscribe, and all that good stuff. Anyway, until next time, everybody, join Join the the community. community.